What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. It's an exciting time for all of us finance nerds out there. Uber has released its S1 publicly. This is a huge deal. As the company gets ready to IPO, uh, they have to file something called an S1 with the SEC, which outlining all of their, you know, every little detail of their business strategy, operations, financial details, data, profitability, revenue growth, all of that stuff. So I've, I've done my homework read the S1 filing. Uh, today, we're gonna go through the most important financials of the company, and then I'm gonna give my analysis on why I'm not excited for this IPO at all. And I think it could be a huge flop, and I usually try and, and not have strong opinions like that, but that's the only conclusion I can come to. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Before we get into that, quick shout out to our sponsor, The Water Coolest, which is a business newsletter in your inbox every day of the week, edgy, smart business news. I love it myself. You can sign up at thewatercoolest.com slash hyperchangetv and win a chance to win free AirPods. Definitely check that out. Anyway, back to the episode. So now Uber is rushing to get its IPO out the door after seeing Lyft complete its IPO and sort of hit a tough time when it started trading in the public market. So Lyft originally was planning on pricing their IPO at around 60 to 62 bucks per share when we first heard about it. Leading into the IPO, they had all of this build up and eventually didn't price the IPO to around 70 or 72 dollars. Then when it opened trading, it actually opened trading at 78 dollars per share. Not only was it at a higher price, but they increased the amount of shares offering. So it seemed like demand for the Lyft IPO was super, super strong, but we all know what's happened since then. Lyft has gone from, you know, 78 bucks a share since it opened to falling down to where it's trading today in the 50s per share, almost a 20 or 30% haircut in the stock. This is pressuring the valuation of ride-sharing companies across the board, and I believe is a huge catalyst for Uber to rush and get their IPO out the door. So now, now let's get into the fun part, um, which is checking out Uber's financials. Yo, so welcome to the Hypercharts world. So this is www.hypercharts.co slash Uber, and you will be taken to this page right here. Um, I'm logged into my Hypercharts account right now, hypercharts.co slash Uber. We've inputted um, the main metrics from their S1 filing, key business, uh, key performance indicators of the business, as well as all the financial data. So let's run through those here. So the first, and I guess one of the most important uh, metrics that Uber has is monthly active platform customers. Um, this is how many people are using their ride-sharing service on a monthly basis. Um, this number was uh, 91 million as of Q4 2018, pretty strong growth from, as we can see, 68 million in Q, uh, 2017 Q4. So 90 million people using their service every month. I mean, if you think about that, something like Twitter has a couple hundred million people, Snap, a couple hundred million people, Facebook, two billion people. I mean, it, it, comparing the size of Uber to a social network is interesting because it's actually in the ballpark of some of the world's largest internet companies already. Now, moving to the next most important metric here for Uber, trips. How many trips have been taken on its platform? This is in the billions, uh, 1.493 billion per quarter, hitting a record in Q4. Um, now this, oh, whoops, I already have this toggled, but now we are at gross bookings. This is um, not actually revenue collected by Uber, but the money they're charging to the people on their platform. So if you pay 10 bucks for an Uber ride, the gross bookings are $10, but remember, most of that money is going to the driver, so Uber only gets a small fraction of that. But gross bookings are very important in that they show the health of the business. So here we can see um, the overall gross bookings, and we've broken this down on hypercharts by three the three different categories of Uber's business which we can break down right now, um, ride sharing, which is the main, you know, tap the Uber app and go somewhere. Uh, bookings of this were 11.5 billion in Q4, um, up from about 9.2 billion in Q4 2017. So the growth looks strong and this is nice, but that's only about a 24% growth rate for Uber, which is a little bit slow. And we're going to touch into that later. But 
If we add on Uber Eats, uh, the growth rate seems to accelerate there. And actually, if we isolate just Uber Eats, you can see that Uber Eats has been sort of a bright spot and, and a special gem for Uber right now. Uh, did a, almost $2.6 in gross bookings in Q4 uh, 2018. That was up more than 120% from $1.1 in Q4 2017. So Uber Eats is exploding. This is their competitor where you can order food online really seamlessly, uh, you know, basically a, a seamless competitor. Um, then let's go to the third piece of Uber's business, which is other bets, which if I put in all the other gross bookings, you can't even really see um, because it's so small. It's just like 100 million. It was 129 million last quarter. But what I think is interesting is this part of the business, uh, if you go in the S1, is represents mainly Uber freight. Like Uber's revolutionizing consumer transport with cars, they have this vision to revolutionize, you know, freight transport um, to transportation as a service as well and you know have these uber branded trucks and this uber branded service for freight and that is you know i think a really exciting business opportunity on on the surface level and that is what we're looking at with other bets revenue which has been climbing nicely 129 million in q4 way up from 35 million in q4 2017 um now if we continue to scroll below, this is where uh, we're getting to the meat of it. This is my favorite chart of any company to look at when we're analyzing the financials is the revenue and operating income. Essentially, what is the profitability of the company? Are sales growing? Are sales profitable? What is the trajectory? I mean, you can learn so much from this chart. And so uh, Uber, as we can see, revenue is growing nicely, 2.974 billion. Although if we just zoom in on revenue real quick, I think it is kind of worrisome to see how much of like a plateau is going on here. I don't know. Not a big fan of that. We're going to get more into the growth rate later. And if we even see the gross profit, that plateau is way, way wor worse. And the gross profit of $1.359 billion, barely above $1.237 billion in Q4 2017. So Uber's growth, not strong. Um, anyway, and then if we take a look at operating income, the earnings of the company also hugely in the red. Uh, they lost a billion in Q4, although slightly better than one point, a $1.2 billion loss in Q4 2017. But still, it's like they're not improving their profitability fast enough. And so this is what the core income statement of Uber looks like. And now if we scroll to the net income, uh, you can see this was sort of off and very misleading because this was due to a one quarter spike in which they sold off a business unit i believe this isn't the core business that's why the profit margin looks out of whack there too um, but if we hone in on the, uh remove the profit margin we can see the gross margin uh which is at about 46 percent, i believe yeah 45.7 percent um and it's actually way below where it was in Q4 2017, 51%. So gross margin getting worse with scale, also not a good sign. Um, now we're gonna go to operating expenses. I was toggling these, so we'll undo that. Um, this I think is really interesting because you can see the trajectory of what Uber's spending on. So even though revenue growth is slowing, you can see that their operating expenses were actually higher, 2.434 billion in Q4 2017, than Q4 2018, 2.412 uh, billion. So Uber's been trimming down its expenses to try and improve profitability but you know it's coming at the expense of growth and if we look at what they're doing with their expenses um, you can see that OPEX is a percentage of revenue is coming down nicely but the one thing that's coming up here is sales and marketing so to, what, what I'm reading here is is they're having a tough time generating more demand so they've been ramping uh, their foot on the pedal in terms of sales and marketing and that's why we're seeing this go up as a percentage of revenue almost 33% of revenue the last graph in hypercharts we're going to check out this is probably the most important one that i can think of which is revenue growth and operating expense growth so uber we only have four quarters of sequential revenue growth data to track but look at this i mean it went from 70 percent revenue growth in q uh 1 2018 
to down to 21.8% revenue growth. This is awful. This is atrocious. This is the number that makes me so, so bearish on Uber. It's like, okay, you know, we're losing a ton of money. We're not close to profitability and the growth is slowing like crazy. This is a huge, huge red flag for Uber. And if just to put this in perspective, like Uber wants to IPO for hundred billion dollars. They want to be a huge high growth tech company, um, you know, and, and really capture that, that growth vision story for investors and inspire them with that but it's not going to happen with a growth rate of under 22 percent if we go to the top of hyper charts here and scroll to the new compare feature we built this is really cool so let's take a look at revenue growth rate um where is that revenue year over year we're going to remove tesla let's put in uber let's put in lyft so even comparing Uber and Lyft, you'll see there's a massive gap in the growth rate. Lyft is growing at almost 94%, um, and Uber, in the meantime, is growing under 22% year over year. So this, to me, is what is what I'm just so concerned about Uber, is they're nowhere close to profitability, and they're not growing fast. Like, if we put in, let's put in, I don't know, Amazon, Snap, uh you know, Twitter, some of these bigger tech companies. And what's crazy is like Uber is right in line with the growth rate of all of these bigger tech companies. I mean, if we take a, take out Amazon, they're actually growing slower than Twitter. They're growing slower than Snap. I mean, these are huge, huge companies. Um, and, and, and Uber just has the growth rate of, of like a sort of established tech company. I mean, they're even dwindling down there with Microsoft. And so I don't know. I mean, just for fun to look at Tesla, Tesla's growth rate, very lumpy, but even compared to Uber, it's it, it's trouncing Uber and Tesla trades at like one or two times sales. Uber is trying to IPO for around nine or 10 times sales. This to me is ridiculous. And uh, if we go take a look at Uber's valuation on, you know, the, the annual financials, just to get a sense of, you know, how the market is thinking about this, um, Uber did about 11.3 billion in revenue, um, lost about 3 billion in operating income, did about 5.6 billion in gross profit in 2018. Um, and remember, they're growing revenue at 22% in Q4. And so that is the summary of hypercharts. The, the gist of, of my analysis here is that Uber is, you know, I think on one hand has in, incredible potential as this consumer product um, leading the shift from us buying cars into transportation as a service. I think that is huge potential. And I'm really excited about the opportunity and disruption there. I think there's a lot of big businesses to be built in this uh, disruption of mobility and transport. But is it Uber? Is it Lyft? Uh, I'm thinking, you know, these companies are really a symptom of the VC sub zero interest rate environment we're in right now. Uber and Lyft are being subsidized by Silicon Valley VCs and they're, you know, literally selling you a dollar for 70 cents and, uh, you know, and a ride that's costing them 15 bucks to do, they're selling you for 11 bucks. So of course no one can compete. Of course it's a good deal. Of course they're getting huge market share. And it, the question is now, what, what point does that customer acquisition become way too unprofitable? Is the market way too oversaturated? And it looks like we may be way past that point. My interpretation of these companies, Uber and Lyft, with operating margins in the negative 30 and negative 40% range is they need to significantly get leaner to even have a shot at profitability. I mean, they really, you know, as much as they want to focus on the drivers and have this, you know, sort of play down the disruption of self-driving, these companies need to be leaders in self-driving technology or they will not be profitable or they will not live up to their valuation. You know, Uber wants to IPO for a hundred billion, originally it was $120 billion market cap, but then because Lyft's crashing, it's a hundred billion market cap. You know, they just did 11.3 billion in sales this year, but they're losing 3 billion on that. They're only growing, their growth rate's diminishing to 20, 
2%. I mean, unless the growth rate picks back up, I don't think Uber should be valued more than three to four times sales with this with these horrible margins. And at that price, you're looking at a $50 billion market cap. So my in my fair estimate of Uber's value, like I wouldn't pay a drop over $50 billion for this company. I think there's a lot of excitement in Uber Eats, a lot of excitement in ride sharing, a lot of excitement in Uber Freight, but like none of it is getting them closer to profitability. And if they were really firing on all cylinders, if this was really disruptive and there was really something there that Uber had to protect, I think its growth rate would be a lot bigger than 22%. And so watching the growth rate slow down, watching them not make money, watching them rush to get the IPO out the door after Lyft, who's like one fifth their size did, and that's having them freak out about their valuation. Like it just seems like Uber is in a very, very weak position. And this to me is almost a, a vanguard for this entire era we've been in where companies with zero profits um, are able to flourish and are valued at tens of billions of dollars with zero checks in the private market and just keep raising capital at higher, higher valuations. And now you, Uber, the poster child of this zero interest rate unicorn Silicon Valley VC bubble is now IPOing. And what is happening? It is crumbling. Everything's hitting the fan because public market investors aren't buying the crap. You know, they're way more I think just way more picky and astute than these these fat VCs who don't care and are just looking to raise money for the next round and pump the valuation up like when these companies like Uber and Lyft hit the public market, you know, like we've seen with Tesla, shareholders ask hard questions. You got to report your financials every quarter. Like it is, there's a lot of scrutiny that comes along with that. And Lyft, we're seeing their comp- their stock crash. I think this is bodes really poorly for Uber. And even the valuation I'm seeing of 100 billion for Uber just seems absurd to me. Like unless this growth rate picks back up to 30%, unless they start immediately and drastically improving their operating margins, there's no way this thing should be trading at seven or eight times sales. I'm sorry. I, so I'm a skeptic of this IPO. I think it's going to be botched. I think it's a symbol of the entire sort of bubble era we're in right now. And, you know, frankly, I I was pumped about the disruption of Uber and Lyft before seeing their S1s. But after reading their S1s and looking under the hood at these businesses, I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Like, what is their plan to make money? It looks like they're, they just don't have one. And so um, anyway, that is what it is. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. But a last note on Uber, which you may be saying like, well, what if all of this you know, they build up this this huge moat, this huge network, and they are the first to be an autonomous company. Won't that ha- have them be disruptive? Couldn't that justify a hun- multi-hundred billion dollar valuation? Yes, but here's the reason why I don't think Uber will win. Their biggest competitive here, maybe I'm biased, is Tesla. But I think Tesla has a granularity of data that Uber will never be able to match. Think about it. Uber has a ton of data on where you're going, when you're going, all of that stuff, but the actual driving data, the granularity of the exact degrees you've turned the steering wheel, the exact amount you pressed on the pedal, the exact amount you pressed on the brake, the exact amount you're changing lanes, when you put up your turn signal, like everything in the Tesla car is controlled and logged by software. This is a granularity of data of Tesla watching how drivers drive and learning from it that Uber just cannot even remotely compete with. Like they know on the GPS where your car is, but they're not getting any granular data from that car because that car is an old ICE vehicle. It's not, you know, an Uber built OEM. Uber's not an OEM building EVs that that owns that actual hardware and is getting the data from that hardware. That is a huge, huge Achilles heel. And I think Uber, as much as they want to talk about Uber Elevate and flying helicopters in cities and how that's going to be the future and how they're spending hundreds of millions on autonomy and they're a leader there, like the reality is they, they're they way behind Tesla. I don't see them making tangible progress on the autopilot division and flying cars just like seems ridiculous to 
to bet on that as the future of the company. Anyway, anyway, so that's my two cents on the Uber IPO. Like, I would love to know why you think I'm wrong. Am I too bearish? Was I too skeptical? You know, please leave it in the comments below. But I just think Uber doesn't really have a moat. They're not growing fast enough. They're not making any money. The valuation's huge. They're about to be competing head on with Tesla. I'm not pumped about this IPO. But anyway, we'll see what happens. I'll be following it here on Hyperchains. Remember, if you want to check out the, the financials, um, all that data I ran through in the episode, hypercharts.co slash Uber. Huge shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, producers, funding the channel. If you sign up on Patreon for five bucks more a month, you'll get access to the weekly newsletter. We actually did a deep dive on the Uber S1 last week. So if you sign up, um, I'll send you a copy of that. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys next time. Peace.